0: Yeah.
1: Testing, testing. Testing on this. Testing on the. There it goes. Testing. Let's see. We need more light in here. Yeah, we do. It's hard to. Put eyeglasses on. Well. The strap isn't here. The D rings aren't here. There they are. There it is. You can't even see my face.
0: Drop something oh nothing of not, my oh just the bag for the helmet yeah
1: okay. that's better makes my head it feels like it's a bigger helmet than uh sock monkey says hello guys thank you for your donation uh it feels like a larger helmet than a traditional motorcycle helmet but maybe that's just because it's open face and i see how small my face is mm. it doesn't well it, it does feel a little heavier i don't know but this this was given given to me by a of america so thank you, Ari. I did not pay for this racing helmet, but I will be using it in a... Juliet fell out of a tree on the day of her sister's wedding. Mm. Juliet was just climbing a tree and fell out of it. I think I'm getting a story uh, right or we, wrong.
0: Oh, did we... Are we back? All right. Sorry. No, did we...
1: we have... Did we... Yeah. No. Uh, let me look over and I can see the router over there. The router's fine
0: all right now we're back there we all go right. back
1: so anyway yes thank you all right we never we didn't even do the countdown yet
0: well yeah it's all the hold for sound
1: yeah we didn't do that yet.
0: this shirt pattern is doing me no favors
1: <laughs> okay you ready to hold for sound
0: yes i am
1: okay here we go
0: Hi everyone! Welcome to RCR Podcast Number Sixty Seven. I'm Nick.
1: I'm Brian. We've and I been, was Judge Dread in the beginning. For those who are watching,
0: yeah, uh, with the new motorcycle helmet you got and open face motorcycle helmet from Arai, the fine folks. Thank and you again
1: at Arai, just for stupid, uh, uh litigious regions. It is not a motorcycle helmet. It is an auto racing helmet, and I will not be using it on a motorcycle. Um a has been good to me. Um, they gave me a motorcycle helmet and now they gave me a auto racing helmet because I need to get with all the other, uh, uh, automotive journalists and learn how to race a car. <laughs> so I will, um, I'll be going down to Harris Hill, back down to Austin. I, unfortunately there won't be a car meet. Um, it's a learning trip for me. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of time in a Miata. Maybe I'll be back where, back in that 997 Shark Works. But thanks to Rye, and thanks to having a very protective helmet, I will... Oh, I didn't even say the name of the model. Uh, I will be feeling safer and hopefully a little braver. The model is a GPJ-3. That is... Oh, I don't even know what the phonetic g is
0: Hmm.
1: giraffe now i have to go look at what the phonetic alphabet says g is
0: and while you're doing that i'm going to do the quick explanation of why we haven't been around doing the podcast other than being busy i actually had a procedure done because you know hypochondria and hearing all these weird things about skin cancer and i've had this mole on my nose for like 14 15 years so i went to go have it looked at you probably can't see it from here doesn't really matter if you see any pictures of me or any close-up stuff like it was there now it's gone now i just but i had like a hole in my face for like two weeks and yeah sure i could put a band-aid over it but they're like eh, you should not do that i guess like just put the antibiotic ointment on it you're fine but i don't know it's like weird cosmetic thing which is stupid i know it's silly but um and that's not the only reason it's that i've been uh sort of we've both been working on various um videos that we have to get done by a certain time like you needed like everything done before you left for harris hill and i needed all my stuff done before i leave for new york comic-con so that means by wednesday of next week i'm leaving for new york comic-con next thursday and so i had to have my new rcr stories ready to post next wednesday and um i did a review of a 90s car that is from a now defunct company that we've never done before um and so that's a review that will come possibly a week or two
1: after oh, so bezos you crafty sob what do you do I had my Amazon Fire jailbroken, so I didn't have to. It didn't connect to Amazon, and now whatever software in here learned to work its way around my jailbreak, and it wants it wants my Amazon password. Oh, that's. I, yeah. I was able to turn this thing into an Android, just an Android device, yeah, which it is, and now it. Just get me to the freaking death. Not now. Can I not now skip my registration? Yes, please skip it. Take it to my. Ah, all right. I think we're good. All right. Awesome. Did you
0: find out what the G is? Golf. Golf.
1: So the ah. name, so the name of this helmet is a GPJ three. That is golf. Papa. Juliet. Three. but
0: yeah i hmm.
1: i'm trying to get to the chat here so i can
0: yeah because it's weird because like the live chat in the uh that we can see on the laptop screen isn't it's moving frozen, at all yeah. it's frozen like the stream is still up so you know it is what yeah. it is okay i got it on my tablet
1: um, matt then the first one i see matt chick
0: Oh, Gontarchik?
1: Chick? Damn it. I oh, used to be an I used to be a substitute teacher. I used to be able to get names immediately.
0: Well, no, because I know the guy. Oh. Yeah, I met him. Uh he was in um my hometown once and recognized me. Hmm. And then we ended up getting like uh
1: you go lunch. to high school?
0: No. Ah. Uh, like literally just from RCR. Ah. So
1: yeah. Good guy. What are your thoughts on the new Land Rover Defender? I don't have thoughts <laughs> because I haven't seen it in real life uh and don't feel obligated to pronounce my difficult ukrainian last name i i should have been able to get it immediately because there's tons of U- ukrainian families around here like mostly that's that's middle pa like german ukrainian and a bunch of eastern europe stuff sorry matt well I'm
0: trying and, but to thank
1: f- you for your donation and i'm
0: trying to find the 2020 land rover defender like it looks it's part of this weird trend where I guess cars need to have more of a face than they already do. Yeah. You know, cause like, look at this thing. It's like, Arr. why do you need to look like that? It's- I think
1: Mopar started it when they gave the angry, angry headlights to the, and for people who are just listening to, I'm just putting the Arai helmet back in its nice box. Hmm. Um, I think it started with the Challenger when they made the low eyebrow headlights and then everybody loved that. So uh, manufacturer see, manufacturer do. Now they all do it. It's an extension of the angry headlight sort of thing. I am drinking Dan Aykroyd's vodka the crystal head. And yes, it's because I heard Dan Aykroyd on the Joe Rogan podcast. Very nice. And like I am, I'm not a vodka guy at all. I, I always thought vodka was just a base for college drinks, like party drinks. Mm. Um, But then I heard Joe going on and on how this doesn't taste like the vodka he remembers. And I'm like, all right, I'll bite. Yeah. I'll buy the tiny bottle. I mean, not the airplane bottle, but you know. You
0: know, like the smallest one yeah the I
1: 750 fell. they sell it in like a gigantic head for yeah. 90
2: <laughs> but then they there
1: do sell go. a normal 750 of it so i bought the 750 and i'm like oh And i was talking to you about this on facebook like this doesn't have that stank that yeah. stink
0: the, the the weird bite
1: that yeah i mean might... you want all this is is seltzer water lemon and vodka yeah, it doesn't taste like anything. Right, it doesn't have that Nikolai one hundred. Yeah. You're drinking jungle juice or whatever at yeah. the party. God, I remember that like, like the cranberry and vodka, but you gotta load it up on cranberry. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you're not exactly
0: getting top shelf stuff in college. No. I mean, and at Nikolai
1: one hundred. Yeah, it's and that's one hundred proof instead of eighty.
0: And that's like best case scenario too, yeah. you
1: know? Someone shows up with a bottle of Sky, you're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. And uh,
0: And it's one of those things where you end up um, trying to find a way to get as messed up for as little money as you possibly can.
1: Oh, thank so, God for Lion's Head.
0: Yeah, exactly. Lion's no,
1: Head would fuck you
0: up. <laughs> that's exactly how I was, especially it, it was great because, you know, it was a dollar fifty at the bar and then you'd get like these little puzzles under the cap. It's mm-hmm. great.
1: Yeah, there was that. Point. Um, I used to drink Goldschlager when I felt fancy. <laughs> I didn't know that that was trash class booze. And sometimes they would have Thirsty Thursdays at the Kutztown Tavern and also downstairs at Shorty's. But because both of those businesses are the same thing, when they're doing dollar dollar domestic drafts on Thirsty Thursdays, it was the microbrews upstairs. So you could be yeah. drinking stout for a dollar. Huh. That was that that is going to be one of my misty eyed stories. And Matt Carlton was there and where you got shit housed and woke up the next day fine. Yeah. At that unbelievable. That like insane that's insane. I like you, they, we were all X-Men there with yeah. the mutant healing powers. <laughs> but the vodka is helping because I had a I had a bummer afternoon because I was trying to fix a different Matt. Matt Walsh's uh, 1982 CB 900 custom, which is an amazing looking motorcycle and we were supposed to film it, but something's going on with the charging system. Matt, uh, I actually know it's a podcast. I'm going to spare you the story, but that's all podcasts are stories. So, something's going wrong with the bike and it isn't charging the battery, but we didn't know that. Like even when Matt bought the bike and, uh, Matt was able to almost ride it to my house on solely the battery on sole battery power, like battery discharging. And that's all the way from Lansdale. So he must've rode that thing like 48 miles on just the battery. Um, and I guess it kind of makes sense because the bike doesn't have a computer. All that battery has to do is run the headlight, tail light, maybe the turn signals, and and keep the coil charged. That's it. So it made it all the way to Hamburg, and then but then he ran out of electricity in the parking lot of a Sunoco um, wait, across from Murphy Jewelers. And wait, like my Sunoco. No, uh there you know how we always go to the Wawa over there by Cabela's? Oh you yeah, the Wawa yeah. over there. There's also a Sunoco on the other side of the street a little ways down behind oh, the new I know Starbucks. What you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he runs out of electricity there. And fortunately he had a trickle charger, but trickle chargers are for overnight, not for emergencies. So he was able to get some charge in the battery, but not enough for to, to run the coil and ride it anywhere. So we were sitting there. What I should have done is just pulled the battery out of my motorcycle, drove down there, put it in his. That would have given him enough power to run the coil to go to get to my apartment. But we didn't call the tow van from Schaefer's. So shout out to Schaefer's. They they towed. And um uh, and I got with my multimeter, we got continuity in between the stator plugs, and there was no continuity between the stator and ground. So my guess was the stator was good. So, oh, just order a new rectifier. The rectifier came in three days. It arrived today. I put it in. No change. Like, Ew. I put the multimeter, and it's still, you're supposed to get, like, 13.75 volts is average. Like, half, 13.75 volts. Um. Which means there's more power going to the battery than what the battery holds, which means it's charging the battery. Yeah. It's not doing that. It's 12.12, 12, which the, means the battery's discharging
2: Yikes. car
1: batteries and motorcycle batteries. Yes, they are 12 volt batteries, but in fact, they're 12.5 to 12.75 volts. They hold a little bit more. Um, and if they're anything less than 12.5, they're discharging, they're draining, which means you have a problem with the start. Uh, um, a charging system motorcycles have alternators but not in the same way cars do the alternator on uh, our camera car goldie conked out when we were in toronto yeah no problem go get an alternator yeah that's part literally right and because subarus all the ej25s they have their alternator right on top you don't have to like eh, 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 old one out in one in eh, 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 tighten the belt you're done yeah um Uh, motorcycles hold their alternators inside the engine
2: Hmm.
1: and they're filled with oil. Like the engine oil washes around the alternator and the alternator is not a, is not a complete unit. Like it, it's kind of without its shell. Yeah. In that the crankcase the engine is the shell of the alternator there is a rotor with this which has is the magnet that spins and then the stator which is the windings of copper coil which stay (laughs) (laughs) um they don't move so you spin a magnet and a bunch of copper wire you get electricity of course it's an alternator because the alternate, an alternate, a generator doesn't need power to generate electricity. You turn it, it makes power. An alternator is kind of weird. It won't make power unless power is going to it. It's sort of like an exponentially uh, power generating thing. You first have to feed electricity to it, and then it spins, and then it makes even more electricity and it makes alternating current, not uh, um, direct current. And the regulator rectifier is it's an, well really the rectifier is uh what changes alternating current which is what's coming out of the wall here to direct current um that uh most of our electronics here is running off of your your phone, your your computer, the recorder, the 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 tablet right here. They Makes all run on mm-hmm. they all run on uh, direct current. Mm. So every one of these things has a rectifier in it to change the altern- the 110 volts of alternating current coming out of the wall. And that's also why, you know, the little brick there of uh, all the, the computer ones get so hot because one of the byproducts of turning alternating current, which is really powerful, to direct current, which is kind of eh, but safe to use, that's why you can take like a nine volt battery and stick it to your tongue and it goes, <laughs> and then nothing, but nothing happens. You don't, you don't, it's, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't burn you. Like I burned my thumb today. And actually, well, actually the fact it's a bad idea. Cause that, that is, that is an electrical burn on my thumb of direct current. When I short accidentally shorted two wires together on Matt's bike and blew his main fuse. Sorry, Matt, I blew your main fuse, but you got a spare one in there. So it's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So that's, so, and it's that bummer feeling where you've exau- you you now have no, you've reached the limit of your expertise in fixing something. I don't know how to fix this motorcycle anymore. I don't know how to diagnose a stator. Yes, there's tons of YouTube videos that show you how to do that. But, and this is my, this is like the core of RCR, all of the specific how to fix something all none of them can defy the wadsworth wadsworth constant so i'm skipping around in this video for this freaking nimrod to stop yakking on about his life oh so i can uh, get to the point where he tells me how to do the thing yeah, yeah. Uh, it's
0: that thing of trying to learn how to do something on premiere and they need to give you the history of premiere first
1: yeah it's like or or
0: how to do something in audacity it's especially when you're trying to do something in audacity i'm like all right how can i make it not terrible (laughs) and so it's like a complete how-to on how to make it not terrible yeah and it's just like why am i listening to this person go on about their weekend or their you know I, i don't know it's prescription strength boredom. Yeah. But
1: occasionally you yeah. get a good commenter that puts the timestamp like information begins at eight minutes and 35 <laughs> seconds. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I forgot to mention the other reason for no podcast other than work mole. Um, my car had to get new rear brake uh, rotors.
1: Oh, new rotors in the back.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. And so it, it took the, the, like, basically, I didn't have a car last week until we wrote um, on oh. last Friday. Um, and it was just like for a week, I didn't have a car, so it was this weird thing where you know, because they're backed up, and I don't want to take it to another mechanic because mm. I don't trust other mechanics. Like, when you have a guy, your guy yeah you stick with your guy just because you know and, and i always get like a thank you card from them like Aww. two days afterwards in the mail that is like 20 percent off the next time i go there yeah and then they give you a call like three days later to check up to see if everything's like working well that's
2: really good yeah
0: i know it makes me worry that they're in some kind of trouble if they're you know doing the neighborly thing so well at mm-hmm. a, you know to be because they've been around forever but it's not a chain
1: it's you wanna sh- give a shout out to this place
0: oh it's uh king's auto repair um or it's called and i in west Reading, and i went there uh like basically i got recognized like the minute i went in uh by oh, really? one of the mechanics he's like oh yeah i know who you are you know, like when i was telling him like explaining like oh mine's the uh red mustang whatever he's like yeah i know it's i'm like oh okay cool that's cool I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't lead to any discounts, but that's okay. I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah, it. Too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it was nice. My car's working fine, and um, I don't know, everything's well. Good. How's the Falcon?
1: Falcon's making a weird noise out of the back. It's either wheel bearings or the drive shaft is rubbing in the tunnel. And because it's a larger drive shaft, it started doing it once when I, we were out working on Tony Tony Airlines' Honda Beat
0: yeah
1: and i thought it was more i thought there just wasn't enough air in my air shocks in the back so the guy who uh, uh tony met someone on the facebook group for honda beats in the u.s huh, nice. and so we were out there holding flashlights while this guy from facebook did all the work <laughs> and uh, um we were riding around in a Falcon because we we were took a lunch break to Wawa. And the, there was like a weird rubbing noise coming from the back. And it turns out there was only 10 pounds of air in, in the rear shock. So we pumped it up to 30. And like, oh, I guess that stopped it. And then just the other day, there's still air in the back, but it's making that rubbing sound again. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get underneath the car cause it's the Falcon and it's a workhorse. I'm just going to spray paint. <laughs> I'm lightly spray paint and eh, whatever, like part of the drive shaft and part of the tunnel and then drive it around and come back and see if it burns some, burns that paint off through rubbing. I'll know if it's rubbing and where, and if it doesn't do it that way, I know the sound is coming from something else. Mm. I got tons of paint in my garage and that's, the Falcon breaks, but it's never broken. So I'm not overly concerned at all, whatever happens to the Falcon. So the Falcon is... People have been asking for updates, but really there's nothing really wrong with it. So I, yeah. need, to, I need to make a video at some future point. Like, here's what's up with the Falcon. Nothing. It's a Ford 5 liter. There you go. Yeah, no <laughs> news is good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Fords, uh, that Rice out Explorer says, Ford Explorer, the official car of playing Keno at a strip mall kino. yeah it's the new, the,
0: the new lottery thing
1: yeah it's not really gambling but it kind of is in pennsylvania uh, yeah i went to your this... whole family wears sweatpants there was last weekend
0: i went to i stopped at this uh gas station thank you
1: for your donation by the way
0: near the apartment and there were it was like a saturday night and this gas station is like jumping and i'm like why are there so many people in here There were uh, video poker machines, like a wall bank of video poker machines. And there were just like, everyone was spoken for every, there was a, there was an ass in every seat and I don't get it. Like on a Saturday night, why are you going to a gas station to play video poker? But I mean,
1: because you told your principal, because you told your high school principal to go fuck his own face. Yeah. Well, I mean, these are, and that was your glorious, most glorious moment you had in your life. Now you're 31 years old playing video poker in. <laughs> oh, what gas station was it? You don't have to say it. Uh, I mean, I was gonna say the Snoco, but um, I actually don't remember if it's
0: Snoco or, or, or Turkey in... Hill. Yeah, was, it a, like... was it
1: a chain or was it like, well, a
0: chain here? Okay, like it would have been like there aren't any gas stations around here that aren't chains. I can't remember the last mom and pop sort of gas station that I saw around here.
1: Yeah, well, there used to be one on the way to Pottsville, but I I forget if it's there. Occasionally, do you ever see U.S. Gas? No, uh, it must have been a Northern Pennsylvania thing. Maybe. I remember that one place where we stopped for coffee on the way back from Toronto, and it was like there was a whole family behind the behind the counter. I had a pee poop break. You were like in and out of consciousness. Yeah. And that felt like a independent gas station. But I I don't think we stopped for gas there. I think it was just a... Oh, because we stopped at gas at some Turkey Hill, but there was no bathroom in there. Like you had to go and there was no bathroom. So we went to the place down the road and then it did have a bathroom. Yeah. But that place had wood paneling. And I remember like... The pizza rotisserie was rolling around and there was no pizza in it. And then the hot dog, the hot dog, the hot dog Ferris wheel was going around with one hot dog in it. <laughs> <laughs> just the last, the, the last one standing of just kind of
0: surviving yeah. the weird process In the moves. afternoon,
1: yeah. Oscar Myers holding out. And I was looking for just something you do nutritious in there. And I think I've maybe found a kind of bar and like, uh, no, I think I just got beef jerky and I was pretty close to getting a Choco taco, but I didn't get it.
0: Yeah. Finding something nutritious in a gas station is, those are pretty long odds unless it comes pre-wrapped. You yeah. Know, some sort of protein bar.
1: Hurricane Ian, uh, thank you for your generous donation. Can't stay long, but I was just talking to you guys. Talking about, oh, let me start again. Can't stay long, but I was just talking about you guys. I'm in Ohio. I got a Uricon. Really? Hmm. Really? A Lamborghini Urcon, a CLS 63 AMG Jaguar E Pace, and a Duramax. What is it you do, Ian? <laughs> I don't think you guys have done any of those. If you're interested, DM me on Instagram, same name. Uh, Best way, Ian, and hopefully you're listening to this later, is regularcards at gmail.com. Your make, model, city, state in the title of the email and in the body of the email, just uh, name all that stuff. Also, city, state, where you are, and a working phone number. That is the best way uh, to get in contact with us.
0: Oh, and I feel uh, that reminds me of what I needed to address because I see it come up a lot in uh, comments, whether it's on YouTube or the Facebook or something. Of I sent an email and I didn't get a response, and the understanding is like in a very like will the the same is true of like the podcast, I suppose. Of we'll let you know for the most part because there's no way to really know we're not like podcasters per se. We more or less do this when we have the opportunity to do it. There's no real set schedule because it's just something we have to be in the mood to do in order to do it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we're just sitting here like zombies. So, uh, but regarding the email thing, a lot of times we don't know. Oh, please do. Yeah. It's, uh, Mm. Oh, Oh, it happens. Boom. You're good. Yeah it's ginger tea so yeah um yeah this is the coolest ginger tea with lemon this is like my the coolest thing my mom got me is this little pump thing yeah yeah. um but the nature of uh the amount of time that it takes to do what we do means that we cannot literally get back to every single email to let people know no we're not doing your car because i think for the most part like people are fine if we don't do their car it's just the understanding that like it's the not hearing back and it's like, and it's sorry
1: about that, but it's literally a time constraint.
0: Yeah. And also the other half of it is that, well, you know, why their car and not mine? It's sort of like, I, I guess um, Sarah was hearing some of this on Monday when her video came out. and no in the sense of like well i you know emailed him however long ago from this distance and didn't hear back and it's like well unless we are going to do the car and that's a thing of like we're not maybe we don't do it maybe you'll hear like in a week a month a year you know what i mean like it's not something that's right away uh it's something when we are in the area or have that type of vehicle in mind and mostly just a convenience factor you know distance
1: and uh time and i know some people say i'm in burlington vermont i will drive to you and my imposter syndrome will not allow that
0: yeah well and it's also that like we can't account for the type of weather so like if it's rain, before we used to just film in rain and say screw it yeah now it's because we don't have to do that we're not going to yeah and so it's pointless for you to drive from vermont if we don't know what the weather is going to be like until you know like if you have this whole trip planned out you took off from work whatever and then the day comes and or the week comes and you find out like well it's going to be raining on that thursday or whatever day you took off and so it's just the logistics of trying to keep people happy while also hopefully allowing them to understand that this is very uh time consuming and to get back to even like half of the emails would be an entire day of like editing yeah. so anyway i just wanted to bring that up for reasons yeah good stuff yeah
1: uh question i think you can answer better than me cuz i think i only read one of his books
0: who is or what
1: Thing Uh, scrolling, Um, scrolling. Uh, Maybe you're in a commuting in the morning and you're listening to me. Uh, I'm thinking about your anus. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounded like a didgeridoo <laughs> uh what do y'all think of fitzgerald i assume f scott's fit uh, f. Yeah. f scott fitzgerald i mean the gatsby's good um he's yeah a, that's the
1: only one i read
0: he's a farewell to arms too right
1: and he's east of eden right
0: no that's steinbeck ah yeah i i mean it's he's a writer who does really well with um capturing the contemporary moment like he's we have a lot of authors now who sort of set works in the past in the far and not even like the immediate past but like the far-flung past which i don't mind that's fine Mm -hmm. it's just that at a certain point um a book is better representative of a certain cultural moment than most things mm-hmm. or not most things but some things right. and so if you have someone like a Fitzgerald or uh Hemingway or even a Steinbeck who did some contemporary stuff and some historical uh then you have more of a sense of the period of these books like Sister Carrie is a great representation yeah. of what living was like in 1900 mm-hmm. like turn of the century but by the same token i mean it's book authors who write into the past you know base their works in the past it's not like they have any less literary merit i mean cold mountain is amazing whether it was written in like 2003 or where whenever it was written but it's you know civil war era like there's tons of great literature out there that represents and captures and encapsulates these moments that I don't know, they feel authentic and they feel true to life. But I also wonder if they're not as authentic and true to life as if it were coming from an author writing about it in the period in which it's happening. Right. So, you know, it's that type of give and take. And Fitzgerald was a great writer at when it came to capturing his time period. I mean, the narratives are fine. Yeah. It's not something that I'm necessarily going to rank up there among like my greatest stories of all time. Uh, esoteric as to ward off potential readers but right i think there's definitely merit in fitzgerald's work and the way he constructs language and sentences and you know but again for me it's more about just the way he captures things so yeah
1: so the short answer yes oh, a farewell well, to man. arms
0: is hemingway there we go i got that wrong disastrous
1: um chris levin says and thank you for your donation stulte lt makes any makes any other vodka taste like jungle juice smirnoff really p.s still have the 2017 explorer sport if y'all are interested springfield new jersey uh thank you so much for offering up the explorer sport what years are moms oh uh 2016 15 all right maybe the the same model but, uh, thank you i will i do keep all emails on file as long as they're formatted correctly um well I'll, i'm interested in trying other vodkas now now that i saw it it's it's a lot more than just <laughs> sip and ouch yeah. <laughs> is how i thought of vodkas uh <laughs> and thank you so much for your donation you're putting it toward our travel budget and also teaching brian how to race a car and not be scared. Mm victorious uh asks and thank you for your donation swinging by for a bit before i head to the gym very happy with my recent 2019 civic sport hatchback purchase very happy for you take care of yourself gentlemen okay not a question and that's perfectly fine that is not (laughs) um thank you victorious and i'm glad you're happy with your Man, you bought a 2019, you went right to the dealership and bought a Civic New. You are a rarity. (laughs) I bought a Civic New. Wow. (laughs) Bob. uh, SEK50, which also I think amounts to, I think, $5 US. Off topic, if Mr. Regular and the Roman were pro wrestling characters, I think we went over this, what would be their signature moves? Also, faces or heels? I would probably be a heel. Um, um, because lately, I don't know, maybe, maybe I could be a face. But lately, when I'm running out of energy at the gym, I switched to, and this is a lot of thanks to uh, Nick's talk of uh, pro wrestling and his love of it, I've, I've switched to listening to people's walk-in music. <laughs> when I need that extra get up and go, and I remember I needed to do pull ups, I didn't feel like doing it, but I I put on uh uh the Macho Man Randy Savage. Even though it's just pomp and circumstance, <laughs> something about queuing up that YouTube video and just seeing him yeah. like this, like all right <laughs> for Randy Savage, do it for the Macho da, Man. Da, 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 da. And I think that's kind of neat with like 80s wrestling, like people's theme music wasn't contemporary music. It was, I guess, just whatever was in public domain. And I kind of chose that. Well, I mean, well, Hulk Hogan I, had Rick Springfield. or yeah, There are
0: a lot of people or, or a lot of um, pro wrestling was like the Wild West uh, when it came to using licensed music as entrance music. And everybody, everybody has like conflicting stories on who was the first person to start using entrance music. But there are a lot of um, archival wrestling footage that's now been digit digitized mm-hmm. that has to sub in music because of the licensing fees. Uh... Like the original theme for uh, WWF Saturday Night's main event was um, "Obsession" by Animotion like uh and you're
1: it, my obsession yeah
0: but it was just like an instrumental track and but like you can't they can't use that now so they make up some you know they use some stock thing that they have um and i, I think like hulk hogan used to come out to eye of the tiger because really? he was in rocky three okay. and so he was thunder and there's that that's kind of how it was so But now they have like their own in-house music production team, and you know their own people who do music. Um, Jim Johnston, who did their music for years, retired this decade, I think. Mm -hmm. And so now they get all their music done by this group called the CFOs. But the S is a dollar sign because, of course, it is. (laughs) And it's just you know, it's one of those strange things where entrance music has sort of evolved by different standards, so that not every entrance theme is going to necessarily pump you up, but as far as finishing moves go, um, I used to like do a lot of backyard stuff with my brother <laughs> and my friends. And so I always use the rock bottom, like the, just the uranami where you just like, it's like a choke slam and not really, oh. um, with, yeah, like you're grabbing like underneath the chin and the arm is slung over your back. And it's almost, you know, but it's one of those things where I look back on it and I'm thinking like, how did we not kill each other? <laughs> uh, because, You know, this was during the time where um, I think there was that one Tate kid who um, accidentally killed someone uh, doing wrestling moves in, like, the the late 90s. And so, like, we're all out there doing, like, the moves, but, like, we're doing them to each other for real. You know, like, we're not doing the fake, or we're not doing the pantomime, you know? Yeah. And, uh, And it's trying to sort of, like, understand how it is that you're supposed to work a wrestling match because you're also trying to like put on a performance you know yeah. and so i was i always flip flopped back and forth but i liked being a heel too just mm. for like the promos of being like yeah I, yeah <laughs> i will tell you right now if you think you've seen the, the best of what i can do and you know let me tell you something else <laughs> right now is there there's there's this belief that i've plateaued and i'll tell <laughs> you right now I have not even begun to reach the plateau. When I reach the plateau, you'll know because I'll have jumped off of it. And when I jump off of it, I'm coming for you. When I'm done, Yeah. It's like that type of thing. I'm just, cause I was still in the era of where half the videos that I watched were the really coked out, uh, insane eighties promos of, you know, just like, you know, Sid justice being like, Jack, Tony, what you did is bogus. That's absolutely bogus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, real life anime
0: yeah it, no, that's really a good uh, mm-hmm. description of it because that's essentially the idea is well i mean it's real life anime but with like lousier continuity yeah. uh, because the necessity of it as like live theater mixed with sport is that you can't keep 25 years of continuity going all the time unless we're, you're talking about like general hospital or something right or, you know it's been on since time immemorial. Right.
1: The Undertaker has been around forever.
0: Yeah, he has. He's uh, and he needs to retire um, yes. desperately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's literally a crisis point right now of he needs to not be in the ring anymore mm. for his like health and well-being. But eh, it's a different.
1: <laughs> Wyatt B. asks, oh, my finishing move. Uh, the double butt. <laughs> What's that move where they just jump and they just land? like on their ass, but they're really not land. It's, it's like some like drop thing, but they're really, their legs are bent. So they're not really landing on the guy.
0: Yeah. That type of like earthquakes finisher where you just like would run off the ropes and then jump, sit, jump, sit, jump. But like, but like the name, I don't know if a move has a name. Like I know Doink the Clown used (laughs) to use it and he'd do it off the top rope and he he would call it the whoopee cushion. Ah. But other than that, it's like, I don't know what, (laughs) the move is moves technical name is correct yeah
1: the sit butt (laughs) the butt drop
0: i think that might actually be it like (laughs) the butt drop Uh um or hip attack well now hip attack's standing but still uh what's next oh and there's oh. someone who uh matt is dead in space uh said in my fourth week of autotech school because of you guys oh, congratulations thank you. and thank you for the kind uh words happy thank to you help in some way
1: wyatt b says an alternator needs voltage to excite the windings before it can make alternating current it's like priming a sump pump rectifiers are a series of diodes Okay, rectifier series of diodes, and of course the, the regulator is just don't cook the battery. Thank you. Thank you for that clarification. Needs voltage. This is like priming a sup pump. The pump needs water to pump water. Why it be? Thank you. Thank you for your donation. I think I got a P in the next one's a Nick question. No, nice. it's not. Oh uh, Murray. Mac Chan Thasuk, Mac Chan Mac off to class. Also, my sc got skipped up top. Oh, okay, I gotta go. Unless there was that part where the computer wasn't working,
0: yeah, it because it's not an RCR pr- uh, podcast without t- technical uh, difficulties.
1: Okay. Scroll back down. Matt was the first one. Hurricane Ion, Patrick Montgomery. That was the Fitzgerald question. Chris Stevens got him. Victorious got him. Bob, faces or heels. Wyatt B, alternator. Now we're back to Murray. Uh, Do you see it? I don't see it. Way in the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry, Murray. Uh, mm Hmm i mean i'd have to go into settings on the computer to find it which means i really should do that well for now re-ask it
0: in the regular chat even, well, he had if you're class. even here oh he had to go to class
1: yeah well maybe people in the chat who have bigger at better access to it to us can like spam his his super chat that for whatever reason we're not seeing here i'm sorry yeah. Thank you for your donation. I, Thank you so I appreciate much. it. Okay. Yeah, this is a Nick question. I'm gonna pee and re-crystal skull. Oh, huh, very nice. Mostly for Nick. Uh
0: thoughts on Robert Pattinson as Batman. I'm excited. Um I've gotten to the point with Batman movies where I struggle to like I'll always be excited for one, but I think the constant rebooting of Batman is kind of Old hat at this point, and I kind of wish they would sort of stick. But like, I almost kind of think of it as a James Bond type thing, where if you get to the point where you've told the story you want to tell with Batman, that's fine. But oftentimes, like Christian Bale was the exception rather than the rule. For the most part, it's Batman leaving mid story in the middle of like an arc that maybe isn't completed. And so, you know, you get it with Keaton, you get it with Kilmer, you get it with Clooney, you get it with uh, Affleck. And now you sort of are in a place where you have to get acquainted with a recontextualization of Batman. You know, it's the idea that, all right, this wasn't the last one, and maybe he operates by a different set of rules and principles. And I have nothing wrong with altering continuities because different continuities are good you know i like new fresh takes on stories with which i'm familiar that's why like i don't mind necessarily remakes as much as other people but um there comes a point in time where i think there's sort of diminishing returns now with that said i think robert pattinson will be a great batman well he'll he'll act the hell out of it because he is a good actor um this is like ignoring all the Twilight stuff um and stuff like remember me which the um but i don't know like his intensity as an actor will sort of make him a very specific kind of batman sort of like joaquin phoenix's energy makes him a very particular kind of joker where you're not getting necessarily the type of version of the character that you may be envisioned when you think of that character like for me there still isn't a definitive joker in the sense that like what i want in a live action joker is just a live action version of the mark hamill joker that sort of looks that way and but there's no one with like i kind of want him to look like alex ross's drawing of the joker and then act like mark hamill's version of the joker joker for me that's that would be the perfect joker now granted like there are people now who are saying joaquin phoenix's joker is in the conversation for best joker ever but it's a completely different version from heath ledgers in the sense that heath ledgers was all about chaos for chaos's sake mm-hmm. um and this one is more about like a mentally ill man becoming the joker mm. or a man with sort of um personal struggles who is brought to that brink and you know like i've read like excerpts from the script and it's good like it's fine um but it's also something where i think it's going to rely a lot on the acting and i feel the same way about um or i feel the opposite way about batman in that robert pattinson could be really good when he's acting up there but Mm -hmm. i think until we see him like suited up and everything and actually in the role doing the batman thing i don't know necessarily where what i'm expecting you know like how he would be as batman right what type of batman he would be and i know this is like way more thought then I should realistically be putting into it. And in the grand scheme of things, I think there's an uh, argument to be made that for like changing the Batmobile, like not just giving him Batflex Batmobile, but, you know, sort of, um, you know, not reusing the Ben Affleck Batmobile. Oh, right. And then, you know, just give him a new one. And then we'll have like, for all I know, like at New York Comic-Con next year, that'll be one of the sponsored uh, cars because every okay. year at New York Comic-Con, should they have a uh partnership with chevy and so there's all these like sponsored chevys that are all tricked out and silly anyone who's seen any of my new york comic con videos has seen them before mm-hmm. but every year it's always something different oh like they had my little pony like decals one year mm-hmm. and then they had dc characters another and then into the spider verse characters another but one year they had like a chevy like suv that mm-hmm. had like it was tricked out like a batmobile basically right so yeah it's all yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see eventually
1: yeah, yeah. Are, are they gonna is it gonna be like batman year one this, no no, no. it's
0: it's not an organ like he's been doing it for a hot minute okay. um and you know robert pattinson's in his 30s so even if they wanted to tell that story they really kind of can't because okay he started being batman in his 20s if i remember correctly now granted christian bale was like my age i think and for batman begins okay so it's like it doesn't really matter right you know it's just you can just say he's 25 and if you can get the makeup there people will believe it and then there's the creepy de-aging tech that they have now
1: i know it's just why it be Think a '70s chopper with a Triumph 750. Is it cool? It was cool in the '70s. Now it's kind of weird pubic hair coming out of the top of your jorts. Uh, people would chop Triumphs in the '70s because they couldn't get a hold of a Harley 75. It, it was a very odd thing when, when you have a British bike and it's and it's turned into a chopper with like this really big rake. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> Or you turn it into a bopper with a hardtail. Usually a a bike becomes a bopper because whatever project you had fell through and now you just welds. Now you just have some, you can't even get shocks for it. So you just bolt some pipe to where the shocks used to be, put some high bars, and call it a bopper and try to sell it for $2,000 more than you bought it. I, I think British bikes should look like British bikes and stop trying to be American. I mean, even the Triumph, they, they made that triple kind of cruiser thing, but the only the only manufacturer that, was get, that got close to um, uh, copying Harley was Honda and that ended with a lawsuit. So just let Harley be Harley and everybody else just do your own thing. So no, Wyatt, I don't think that's cool. I think it's very kind of unsettling, that look. Uh, but thank you for your donation. It was a very good question.
0: I mean, I agree in the sense that anything that is different should not try to conform for the sake of broader appeal, even though I understand why they do. So if, for instance, like if there's a remake of some kind or something that is a version of a car that is appealing directly to the nostalgia for previous iterations of that car, I kind of think it's the wrong position to take because oftentimes the thing being created is not good in its own right. It's good in reference to the thing we're remembering.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: you can't, the car is already starting off on the wrong foot where you're shooting yourself in the foot. If people don't already have nostalgia for that car, but you're also shooting yourself in the foot by creating a car that relies so heavily on nostalgia that, and, and I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but I'm sure like the, 2002 like ford thunderbird like the one that they did that was sort of like hearkening back to the older style but it was also. i wonder if they made their money
1: back on that or didn't i I mean they saved they saved money by making it but it's really a linked mark whatever but uh, i'd say it's the only one that comes to mind that one just solely trades on uh, trades on its ancestors accomplishments um maybe the evo 10 but that's that still was a fantastic car in its own right yeah yeah
0: like sometimes it works better than the thing that it's harking back to but sometimes the promotion will still try to say hey it's that thing you liked <laughs> you know?
1: it's the special editions of the original trilogy from star star wars yeah, Ugh.
0: or come see the Force Awakens. You, it has the, the you you like Star Wars, right? <laughs> Here's some more
1: Star War. <laughs>
0: um, I
1: mean, they played it so close to the vest, I wasn't even mad. No, I, I got some. I I went to the movie and saw a Star War. It's yeah. like people hating on Batman or uh, uh Superman Returns. I watched a Superman movie.
0: Yeah, like what do you? Uh, yeah, it's like it, 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 the former president of disney put out his like memoir and in it he talks about the uh deal with george lucas and how lucas sold it understanding well i mean they made it clear like hey you're gonna give us these story treatments for episodes seven through nine and but in buying lucas film off of you and the rise of star wars like there is not an implicit agreement that we're going to use these treatments you know and uh he's like okay okay and you know all that stuff and then, like he got mad when they didn't use him because he felt there was like a tacit agreement that yeah. they were going to use it.
1: And it's should like have had him in writing, or sh- someone should have had the phone on record. Well, no, but like
0: if Star Wars is really his baby, I mean, like this is like giving up that baby for adoption and then wanting a say in how the child is raised.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: it's like you, you still get visitation. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so like he still gets like a story consultant role, uh, I think. Um, okay. If I remember correctly. And basically, I don't think, like, part of the reason he got wanted to get rid of it in the first place is because um, of all the, like, his kids didn't want it. And so, who's he going to leave in charge? And also, it's like, well, you know, he got so much crap for the prequels. It's like, why would you even want to make more? But yeah. it's also that thing where they did a screening for uh, George and of The Force Awakens when it first came out. And Or before it first came out. And he was like, you guys didn't do anything new. And like nothing technology-wise or any of that stuff, you know. His whole thing with Star Wars is that there should be sort of like newness to it with each episode. And I'm thinking, well, but you're not really appreciating the position they were in. Yeah. Of like they we had have to... have to
1: unfuck everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like I appreciate the hell out of George and I love the prequel trilogy for what it is. Because those were movies that, you know, I had in my childhood and into my teen years you know i was 13 when the phantom menace came out and so it's something where it's i hold it very near and dear to my heart but i also recognize the innumerable flaws in those movies and understand that disney had to course correct yeah and re like reignite the public perception of star wars of like okay it's gonna be it's it's okay we're doing the star wars now the way you remember it yeah and then they it's just like for the last Jedi, i don't know, like we're not gonna do uh, but i still enjoy it like yeah, let's
1: have a, let's go to the casino planet yeah uh, i still oh you're fishing here you're like slipping the longer the more
0: time passes the more i like the last jedi because i realized what it was they were doing yeah it's just that on that first watch it's kind of like when we were coming home after the ronda rousey fight yeah. with home of just huh. like i just like it's not even like you're thinking of anything it's just there's silence because you're still in a moment of processing yeah of like i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about that like am i supposed to be glad that rousey lost after talking so much crap to someone as nice as holly holm yeah or am i supposed to feel bad because the zeitgeist is over yeah you know it's like the time was then and now it'll never be that again yeah of, of course then connor came along yeah but then he got like his shit pushed in too yeah so it's <laughs> by a guy with like two weeks notice and who probably yeah. was smoked... it nate
1: or, nate or nick diaz nate nate yeah as choked oh, him out
0: yeah, it probably did. Like his training regiment was probably like just bag loads of weed, of like all of the weed, just stuffing it down there,
1: and just lighting up. But yeah, uh, uh, Mister Doable for two pounds. Would you review the new Ford Fiesta ST in the UK? We got to come back to the UK, but I foresee ourselves going back to the UK. I got to make like, God willing, YouTube still sticks around like the travel plans going forward for the next five years, because 2020 doesn't have any international travel plans. Um, It's just domestic. I go skiing this winter. Um, We worked out this thing, how you're uh, there'll be a Nick review, hopefully at least every month Yeah, that'll get me a chance to get out of this apartment. And be able to just, I don't know, drive around the East Coast and do stuff that I want. My goal for RCR is to be able to take one week out of the month where I don't do RCR. And I believe and I hope you guys understand it. After doing this for five years, I get to have a life outside of this YouTube channel. And so that's my that's my goal uh, going forward. Uh, International travel plans, RCR Australia 2021. And then in 2022, it will either be RCR Germany or RCR Japan Mm. Um, based on we have at least two solid fixers. More likely it's going to be Japan Mm. because we have two solid American fixers. One guy living over there and the other guy who we both know uh, over in Allentown.
0: I would absolutely lose my mind to go to Japan. That'd be so cool. Um, He said uh, as enthusiastically as he could but me all right it enthusiastically
1: all right that makes it easy because it's yeah. just two of us rcr japan 2022
0: nice um oh we missed two super chats oh we here. did yeah i have them you got uh, angry clown 1990 what are, well and if i zoned out and you answered these uh please just let me know um what's up guys i've been delving the wild and hilarious history of stock car racing and contemplating the downfall of nascar this month wait that's it uh,
1: Okay. but well nasc nascar requires a big time sink nascar is to auto racing what base like like spring training is to baseball uh there's a whole lot of sitting around waiting on subtleties that's Um, a good
0: line (laughs) sitting around waiting on on subtleties. subtleties I'm, there's I'm, a
1: whole lot of nothing happening in a nascar race unless you're really into it
0: sitting around waiting on subtleties okay putting it in the voice recorder because i don't have my notebook on mm-hmm. me i hope i don't look back on this and think that i wrote that
1: even if you did <laughs> sounds like a u-line yeah The in nascar all the action happens at the end of the race where people finally start making their moves a lot of NASCAR is the pit crews and managing your fuel, managing your speed, and the workout with the teammates as you slipstream with each other. Um, there's w- it's way more exciting to watch rally racing, Formula One, and yet NASCAR is the king, but it's it's falling like in like television viewership. Now I'm speaking from this as a damn Yankee, because it's not big here as it is uh heading toward you know like indianapolis route midwest southwest south um because the real fun of going to a nascar race or so i've been told is just partying and yeah. oh by the way a race just like going to a penn state game yeah there's the game yeah but then there's tailgating there's a the parties there's a the picnics it's all that stuff that goes along with it. Like you go into Beaver Stadium wobbling, <laughs> that's the idea of just. There is something very touching watching those YouTube videos of Whiteout Days, and yeah. for people who don't know, that's uh, uh, Penn State's colors are blue and white, so they wear out of some particular games they'll just wear all white, like everybody show up in white clothes, like white yeah. sweatshirts, white white hats, and then hearing the entire beaver stadium sings sweet Caroline yeah in unison and they just even stopped playing it over the PA and the entire people like that is that is as important as the game going on down there like we're all in this together I got by the
0: time I graduated I was so sick of that song Mm -hmm. um that's I was sick of actually out of the three songs I'm going to name I only ever got sick of two of them Um, but these were the most frequently, like it played in every bar at least once a night, everybody sang along. If you left the bar in the dead ass cold, people were singing it along the street and it was, don't stop believing sweet Caroline. And the one that oddly enough, I didn't get sick of, which is, and it's super weird renegade by sticks.
1: Huh? Okay. Yeah.
0: Like it's, I mean, people wouldn't, wouldn't really sing that out on the streets, but literally in every bar I went to, they always played Renegade by Sticks. Huh. I really liked that, liked that Did song. Did they play
1: Renegade at the football games?
0: No, not um, that I know. Well, really? I mean, I never went to a football game. Oh, right. I've been like to the tailgating, but like actually going into the game yeah. because, you know, a poor student. Yeah, yeah, it was prohibitively expensive. And the idea that, you know, there were people selling tickets on markup and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's like for that, I'll just go to the bar, watch a game on the TV and then go to uh, the state diner afterwards uh-huh. and end up you know sobering up while i eat a, a sunshine or sunrise platter yeah. with alumni who nice. show up and we're like you know it's just one of those nice things where it's yes you're in college and yes you're um sort of expected to have school spirit but at a certain level it's like Eh, what does school <laughs> spirit really get me it's like not even like i'm in a, a frat where you know i'm who knows i might be um making contacts with a future supreme court justice yeah you know it's like i imagine that's what frats are for of yeah. just like yeah we're making in with well whatever families Maybe. you know um yeah. rubbing elbows but no it's just like what do i need to like spend 250 dollars for decent tickets wow. to yeah, one game yeah well they God, wrote man. it on the 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 dry erase board one day of like hey i got tickets to 250 see me in my room cuz i lived in a frat house but yeah. i wasn't in the frat which is hilarious but mm. um that and i didn't want to pay their social fee to go to any other parties which were down below the living quarters because those parties always moved upstairs anyway yeah so it's like you know get to drink for free and they got closed because they were supposed to be a dry frat and they found out they were well, drinking yeah. yep
1: The i I tried to explain to juliet and bryce the what college football really was to some states in the u.s it's more important than professional sports and and it's weird because pennsylvania we're not starved for professional sports teams nope we have two major cities and let's see what do we got we got the Eagles for football. And the Steelers. We got the Steelers. The Stellers for Yin's got the Steelers. For the West Coast of PA. We got the Flyers for hockey. We got the Penguins on the other side out in Pittsburgh for hockey. So right there, there's four uh, teams. And, yeah. and then there's like arena football, but no one cares about that. <laughs> and, but then you have in the middle of the state, Penn State University, which is an entire draw for the entire state. Yeah. to go watch college football college football which and then next door i think the rivals is ohio state yeah there's a very foul
0: shirt that they sell in <laughs> um certain bars that i won't repeat here but it's about ohio state <laughs> and then uh, our other big one was michigan because we uh there was somebody from michigan because it was an away game for them and they were walking around uh like beaver avenue and uh man a fight broke out like the whole like michigan squad and then like some penn staters who were there and i'm way the hell like down i just see that going on and i'm like what happened there like like, oh the guy was wearing that
1: fight it's just a big cloud of fists yeah
0: and i'm like what happened over there Uh, a guy was wearing a michigan state jersey i'm like oh okay that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) like it's just like what am i supposed to say yeah you know he's like out here but just you know eh. yeah people are weird um. Well, not weird. I get it. But sports. Yeah. Some people are more wild about sports than like political affiliations, uh, sexual orientation, family members. Yeah. You know, there are people in family members, like families who are divided over like. Uh, oh, you didn't say go birds. Yeah. Just now.
1: I I got turned down for an OK Cupid date because I was an Eagles fan.
0: Really. But that? she's
1: also in Pennsylvania, <laughs> and on the East Side too. She's one of those. There's a, like, there's like this weird subset of Dallas Cowboy fans I, in Pennsylvania. Yep.
0: What they're, is that about? The Averyway. I don't know what. I don't that know was, what that's about. They're all over the place, and I don't really understand it. But mm. by the same token, I and I use that phrase too much. But it's something where I think, um, I don't know, maybe like ancestral link to that of Do you, you know have
1: anybody you, who lives in Texas
0: well the weird thing is as a kid i liked the cowboys because my friend matt liked the cowboys and he was from texas yeah i mean i like the cowboys the
1: 49ers
0: (laughs) i remember like when the steelers went to the super bowl this one year. i think i was in like sixth grade Uh and everyone was like oh man the steelers suck i'm like but they're from pennsylvania and we're from Pennsylvania. pennsylvania it's like okay it's not the birds but we yeah. take what we can get. Yeah, you know, I think it was like Steelers, Cowboys, or something. I don't know enough about football yeah. to remember who faced who when, but yeah. it was strange. Like I watched that Super Bowl, and I think that was one that had like all those like super weird video game commercials of you know huh. just well. I mean, all that super weird video game commercials, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I'm turning to Grandpa Simpson with these stories that don't go totally anywhere. American. Like I'm the Brian Redban of this podcast. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think on the Friday when the Julie, uh, the Johnsons are here, I think my home high school football game is an away game. So I can't take them to that mm. just to see that everybody's going to come out for a high school football game. I don't think they they may get super bored because they don't know how the game is played mm. and they don't understand like there's a lot the, the game just stops and it starts and it stops and it starts and the band plays and there's whistle blowings and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's going to be late October. It's eh, no, it's a, it's going to be that perfect chilly football night with the hot cocoa. Yeah, with pierogies, and it's just it's just a reason. It's just a reason to subtly get to first and maybe second base underneath the bleachers before the security guard finds you. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, I but I was in marching band, so I had to wait for the bus. Oh, the uh, second super chat question we missed
0: is from Matt Kling. Thank you for a $1.99 donation. Always appreciated. Thoughts on Suzuki TS bikes from the 70s?
1: Uh, are we talking about like the water Buffalo? The, uh, the two stroke ones? I've never ridden one, but I want to. I, I hear they're nuts. Um, I want to ride more bikes from the 70s because they like the eighties were the beginning of the big revolution for motorcycles and the seventies and the sixties were kind of the same. The brakes are very, very wooden. And by that, I mean, the brakes don't work very well at all. Um, uh, the engines really didn't change until the mid eighties when fuel injection actually, no, no, it didn't. It was when when suspension started getting better and aerodynamics started getting better. Um, I, I do want to do them. I want We have one motorcycle coming up eventually. We were going to have two, but Matt's broke. It's in my garage right now. Um, God, this bike is cool. That's four exhaust pipes, like four cylinders, four exhaust pipes. It's brilliant. I hope we can get it running. i was so bummed out today. But yeah, uh, love, love 70s bikes. Uh, I want to get my hands on more of them. And I'm a big fan of those uh, Suzuki's. I'm a big fan of all of them from the 70s, really. Because they really started coming into their own because, once again, everything comes back to the Arab oil embargo. Yes. Where was I? Ford Fiesta in the UK. We got that one. Brandon Young. I think I skipped this one. I never got to be here live, so have some beer money. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon Young. Uh, Come back to California and try my RSX Type S. Way different than the base model you did. Love you guys. Is the RSX Type S, does that have a K20 in it? I kind of hope it does. I'm all about it, but I don't know when we're going to be in California next. And I really don't because all of our trips, I mean, clearly we'd pass through LA on the way to Sydney.
0: Yeah. I think like half the places we go have involved stopping in LA. LA,
1: Yeah. I kind of want to make a trip to LA when Farah has the big opening for his garage supposedly there's going to I I'm I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of get together and it would be kind of a but a ball and on a budget thing just to go out there just for that yeah to make an appearance
0: yeah that'd be cool I mean yeah absolutely
1: Brandon Young's okay uh love you guys thank you so much love you too Brandon uh thank you so much for your donation it will be put to good use Zach Heilman says can you explain the joke ballasts on a smart yes That smart had the early uh, iterations of HID uh, headlights, which were the pre-runner to now everybody wants LED headlights. The old HIDs required a electrical ballast to... Honestly, I don't know how a ballast works. I'm assuming it works something like a capacitor where... It would store and then release extra energy because the headlights with the HID modifications require more electricity. You can hear them click on and off and run. Uh, Tony Airlines' 1991 Honda Beat also has ballasts. Uh, The headlights are very bright and HID headlights do really work. Um, They also blind everybody. And while the new LED headlights, with the exception of light bars, are much more ethical because they can be aimed better. Um, so ballast on a smart, the joke is someone spent a lot of money at the time to have ballast on a smart where they could just get Sylvania Silver Stars from AutoZone or wherever and have stuff that's almost as bright and all you had to do is change a light bulb. I have Sylvania Silver Star Ultras in my Subaru, and they're great. They're as good as you can get, and you don't have to change anything, and they're nice and white, and I can see at night really well. That's that's the joke. Winged horse garage says, here's five BCZ. Roman knew Hogan was Thunderlips. Oh, oh, here's five because Roman know knew that Hogan was Thunderlips. Cool. Thank you. Finally, my
0: useless information about pro wrestling to use. Well,
1: that's more of like a Rocky knowledge thing. Yeah. Uh a DeLorean also appeared, I think. Was that right? might have been It was like in a montage where they just they pan by like an ad for rocky standing by delorean uh
0: i love rocky what
1: i rocky three was the one with uh with mr Mr. t T. i'm
0: thinking of rocky four because it has um (laughs) like rocky getting into a sports car which i can't remember off the top of my head and driving and having like a memory flashback as he's looking in the rearview mirror about like what ivan drago did to um uh to creed yeah and uh it was set to uh one of the most underrated songs of the 80s which is no easy way out like mm. there's yeah. no easy way out
1: wait who covered that the proto men
0: oh i gotta listen to that
1: oh it's very good <laughs> that is on my gym workout mix
0: so, yeah, yeah, it's on mine, too. Like, unironically, too, because that oh, is such yeah. a great, like, like pumping song.
1: When you need to get through your workout, I mean, 80s power ballads, they yeah. do the job. It's Just pumping. Crazy Ivan two times wouldn't be a party without you. Missed you guys, Mr. Regular. How did Deus Ex go? Playing it now? Uh, I, I, I played that game three times in a row. I am not playing any video game right now. I played... I played this two first two stalker games until I got to the end where you can't turn around and go back and I was kind of done with the game. <laughs> i I what I had been doing for a while was playing uh, stalker and at first listening to the YouTube channel Ushaka Show. and then when I finally caught up with every single video he did, I moved on to audiobook. I, I ran. I moved on to audio books of Isaac Asimov, ah. the Robots of Empire series, on the recommendation from Frederick Knutson from the YouTube channel Down the Rabbit Hole. Who some people realize that uh, uh, on the RS on the R on the RX RX excuse me on the RX seven video he makes a voice appearance in the very beginning of that. Yeah. So on Fred's recommendation, I was first I read Caves of Steel, which is great. Yeah. And then I listened to the audiobooks to just continue the story. <laughs> it's very good. Um, but since I have no trips coming up, um and also my data plan is not unlimited, so I can't just listen to YouTube in the car. Yeah. Um but audiobooks would definitely make I have a I have a personal trip coming up to, out to Chicago uh, I think the first weekend in December and that's driving, uh, Ted Stoltz is going to help me out with that. Uh, and those drums got to go, uh, with, so, um, definitely going to need, uh, some stuff to listen to for two days. We'll, we'll stop over in Pittsburgh. You stay with Tim Strickler, Justin Lose, and then go out the rest of the way. But Ted Stoltz doesn't know about CBS bangers. (laughs) Oh,
0: we're going to so Introduce- listen to all
1: three volumes.
0: Oh man, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I
1: I played him, I played him for Matt Walsh, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be really bad, but we're going to listen to this entire thing because it's going to eat up an hour. Yeah. We, I, um, he didn't know what it was. I'm like, okay, imagine if a hometown DJ was hired to rock a CVS. <laughs> but he only had the music of cvs to work with <laughs> and the guy's dj name is brilliant it's dj hennessy young man <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh,
0: it's so great because you're like sitting there listening and there will be the like occasional interjection from yeah. the dj yeah like the air horn or
1: the like cvs bangers and thank you to tim strickler for introducing me to the glory that was CVS bangers <laughs> the name <laughs> i hope there's like a new sincerity for adult contemporary music and like michael mcdonald music in a world where everything's crazy i keep forgetting like like, like that smooth 70s jams yeah the people were ugly but the music was good <laughs> that's not my line that's kid rock's line about oh, music wow. in the 70s good for him the mu- <laughs> the people were ugly but the music was good so yeah thank you thank you ivan uh, bu- 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 christopher walanga hey guys thanks so much for hosting the car meet a few weeks back oh thank you for coming if you did question did you guys see the super eight yes i did Someone had a super eight millimeter camera and it does exist. Yeah. uh, I uploaded some to the subreddit a little while ago. I love you. We did see it. I love that. that. So cool. First of all, that he spent the time and the money to have that crap developed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because that's no small thing. And I was just, I've actually watched it multiple times because it reminds me so much of the wonder years intro, (laughs) but it's just so weird seeing modern things through the lens and the filter and not an artificial filter either, but like the literal thing. Yeah. You know, it almost makes me wonder why modern filmmakers don't make more films with uh sort of antiquated for lack of a better term technology and i understand it's because that technology is extremely delicate yeah and maybe it's not set out for the types of things but i mean even like a a movie without a lot of um action heavy or action intensive yeah you know not a lot of crazy location shooting but something like kramer versus kramer where it's all like interiors and whatnot right you know um that'd be something cool to see just to see like modern actors in that like yeah. filter, that veneer of you know the past.
1: I was listening to a Greg Fitzsimmons podcast with Whitney Cummings, and they were talking about how Whitney was working and acting on some sort of HBO production, and mm-hmm. they they were shooting it on film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she talked about how she got some anxiety because someone said out, We got two minutes left of film. Like there's two minutes left of footage on this role. So can, can you try to get this last scene done on like one or two takes? Because this is all we have left in the camera right now.
0: You who aren't a trained actor, how about doing acting better this time? <laughs> it's just, you know, it's strange. And I understand that's kind of what you sign up for when you do any type of major production. But it is strange how... It's almost become this cliche where, like, stand up comedians are expected to sort of be surprisingly good actors because. Mm -hmm there's so much vulnerability involved in standup right that it's almost expected. Like, well, why are you going to be vulnerable in front of a camera? You do stand up. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of like, um, Adam Sandler, they released a trailer for like this movie he's getting Oscar buzz for, yeah, which, is, which he always gets Oscar buzz for like Meyer stories, rain over me, punch drunk love. And mm. yet, yeah, but this is like a decent, shot depending on whether they campaign him if they campaign him in lead i don't think he has a chance but it's called uncut gems and he's like this guy who's basically playing like a serious version of an adam sandler character mm-hmm. he's basically playing like john totoro in anything john Turturro's ever done okay uh but it's just this strange thing of like he's you know sort of uh i don't even know if he's necessarily a crook or not like yeah a, he
1: seems like a degenerate gambler
0: yeah and he gets in bad with these people and even then i'm still not sure what the story is you know because you see that he's kind of um you know telling his wife everything is going to be fine one minute and then like telling her to get lost the next or something along those lines of like this is over you knew it was over it's just a strangely cut trailer to where i'm not exactly sure what they're trying to tell me about this movie but i know i kind of am interested in it so yeah
1: Wyatt B. asks, and thank you for your donation, uh, clarification from my previous question. It is a Triumph motor in a custom-made frame, not a chopped vulnerable. Any better? Yes. I mean, what kind of custom-made frame were we talking about? Is it still a chopper? If so, my previous uh, thing stands. But I mean, if a Triumph motor is in a custom frame, either if it's going to be a standard or a sport frame, that's like that's what triumph does so what are we talking about here unless you're doing some weird like walking dead thing there was one character at a triumph which people like motorcycle guys shit upon like you have this you have this vintage motorcycle and parts are hard enough to find when when society was intact and how are you keeping this running now you know if if it was accurate in walking dead, he would have been riding around on one of those military KLR six fifties. A bike that, you know, just needs like two screwdrivers to keep running.
0: I mean, if it were accurate, wouldn't it have all the fuel gone bad by that point? Have just, you know, turned into a slurry of yeah. sorts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Gasoline is good for like six months and then it gets all varnishy. I mean, you can still burn it and but then again like your older dirt bikes they'll still run on it and if you found like a can of fuel stabilizer like stabil you can keep fuel good for like a year hmm. but then yeah even then it it the, the gasoline starts separating like i was going to say oil and water or uh come in a mayonnaise jar <laughs> <laughs> because Oh, okay. Did I ever tell you about AIDS too? No. Okay. All right. So, sophomore year in high, sophomore year in college, my dorm roommates and I had this thing. (laughs) We had this rinsed-out milk jug that we kept in the laundry room in like this closet no one used. Mm. And occasionally we'd go down there and pee in it. And on the side of the milk jug, we wrote AIDS and then the Roman numeral two. As in it's the sequel. (laughs) It literally was a jug of old piss. Now what were we going to do with this? Well, I'll tell you we had this weird beef going on with the second floor people of Lehigh Hall and Kutztown University. Hmm. So we thought it'd be a good idea because we figured out that, okay, the water fountains in the hall of the dorm weren't built into the wall. They were just regular uh, filing cabinet looking water fountains, but they were the kind that went all the way to the floor.
2: Hmm.
1: Water fountains really only need the upper one third. The rest of the stuff down below was just like a flexible pipe flexible water hose and empty space. Yeah. And also the way these old water fountains were put together, it was just a slotted screw or flathead screw would take the entire shell of it off. Yeah. We found out one night. So we can put anything we want in these things. So why not piss in an old jug, go down to the second floor, take it apart when everyone's asleep, put the jug in there, take the lid off of it. Like, piss that's like a month old smells like a biohazard it stops people's (laughs) thoughts it smells so bad (laughs) so we were gonna go down there and take this thing off and put it in and just leave it off and then turn those screws back in real tight and just leave we were assholes so I don't think we ever got this plan never came to fruition because the janitor art found AIDS two and just like poured it out. He said, we're really stunk guys, but art kind of didn't care. He was a funny guy. And in fact, art lives around here. I see him from time to time in town. <laughs> he just says, you guys were nuts. And I'm like, sorry, art. <laughs> and I think at one point there was some sort of beef. And I think we just went down there and poured some of AIDS two into their water fountain. Like just down the drain, even that stunk. Yeah. How'd I get on this? Oh, um, come in a thing. We had this other thing that, according to I think my roommate or maybe someone else in the dorm, that like cum and semen will eventually separate into two separate parts because it's not it's it's not a stable solution. It will separate into layers. So someone claims to have just saved their jizz in a jar and just built it up and eventually it separates so that's what gasoline becomes in the zombie apocalypse
0: huh that was a s- strange and interesting <laughs> detour to get to where we were going there
1: I think we got a hold off on live chats it's now oh, it's coming up on nine we' going this for two hours it's fine uh very legal very cool uh, I have to pee uh can you take this one?
0: Oh yeah absolutely
1: thanks um I
0: still oh I started college last week, began a workout routine six days a week. Cardio alternated with climbing gym, also doing radio. If you have RCR Seattle planning questions, I'd love to help in the regular chat. Are we doing RCR Seattle?
1: There was talk about it. I mean, the thought would be to fly into PDX and maybe hang out with Fred. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, I'd I'd have to talk
0: to him. Oh, I did the dad thing and scrolled down. Um, Let me see quickly quickly you can get to the top if you believe in yourself um that's all you, oh super eight millimeter Triumph motor custom made blah, 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 very good and very legal regular chat um let's see next one patrick mcfarland five dollars thank you so much question above sorry first time doing this so let me find it our uh, new Toyota is still reliable after 100,000 miles. I have a choice between a 2018 Mitsubishi Lancer, still under warranty, or a 17 Corolla with 80,000 miles. Um, I mean, is reliability the only thing you're going for? Because I don't know. If it were me personally, I would do the Corolla, but that's because I'm a man of extraordinarily simple tastes, and because i am a man of similarly meager means who doesn't like to sort of worry needlessly like if you're gonna have a lancer i would imagine you're gonna want to do things with it you know and that you're gonna want to be a little bit more adventurous than not adventurous at all but um if reliability is the only thing that you're looking into then you know i would just say probably the Corolla but again it's like everything is different like there are people who had Corollas that you know maybe didn't have the same functionality as the Corolla reputation implies you know and maybe other people have had Lancers that I, I know this is like such a middle of the road answer which is why I never do these podcasts by myself uh the way that Brian occasionally does uh but I think Again, it all has to do with what you're looking for. You want something that is going to be reliable but also isn't necessarily boring because I'd never found Corollas to necessarily be boring. Um it's just what you bring to the car personally. You know, you can uh sort of tax those cars in terms of their mechanical function and get an experience out of them. Now, granted, it's not gonna be as intense an experience as a Lancer, probably. So again i mean i guess in the grand scheme of things i would go with the corolla um but a lancer is viable to a point here let me run this by you um oh trader owns a lancer yeah it's basically the choice between you know he's looking for something reliable or he or she um let me find it again they are looking for something reliable and they're basically between a okay, our new Toyota is still reliable after hundred thousand miles. I have a choice between twenty eighteen Mitsubishi Lancer still under warranty or a seventeen Corolla with eighty thousand miles. Corolla. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. Rocking I don't know why on. your so, existing Toyota is not good after hundred thousand miles. Should be fun. Yeah. Thank you for your
0: donation. Thank you so much. Yeah. So that was Patrick. So we're all we're down
1: more. Gary, Angry Clown, Angry Clown, twice Dan Edmonds. Oh, wait, I got the next one. Okay.
0: Um, I've seen you review. Oh, this is from Unit Zero, ten dollars. Thank you. Um, I've seen you review many cars, but almost no KDMs. Why? ktm well it says kdms
1: uh kilo delta Mm -hmm. mike kilo delta mike yeah like kdm like i think he means ktm kilo tango mike but ktm is a which interestingly Schaefer's has a KTM dealership right over there. KDM, I don't know what that is. But Kilo Tango Mike is I think an Austrian motorcycle manufacturer and supposedly a very good one. Um they are not in ex- they are moderately priced bikes. They're definitely not introductory bikes, but supposedly they're very good, very good off-road. They've been around since the 70s um they're a bit of a niche market but and not really fashionable i don't call i i've never seen a very good looking ktm they're always very functional
0: well i mean maybe he means like korean domestic market like korean cars i mean in which case i mean like because he said we've done three so
1: unless he means jdm i don't i
0: don't think no because we do like a unmerciful load of jdm cars um I mean, I guess the answer would be because we haven't been offered mm. um, enough KDM cars that are feasible for us to do. Honestly, I can't remember the last time we were offered a uh, Korean vehicle of any kind.
1: Korean domestic markets. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, almost
1: no Cor- Korean. I'd love to get a hand holding the Telluride. I sat in it at the New York Auto Show, but. Yeah. It's.
0: It's definitely. uh an we, we, we were both there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We but we both made very different videos.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to do that again. I need a handhold my handheld mic.
0: Yeah.
1: Dan um, Evans, thank you for your donation two pounds. What's the weirdest phase both of you have had? Okay. I had my Jeep phase in college, where. I absolutely needed a Wrangler. I'm glad my parents talked me out of it. That was stupid. That's a, not a good college car. They chew up gas, and all of their interiors just leak air in, even the even the, the hardtop variants. That's another weird phase I had. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was. I think I pretended to like country music for like a month. Not that I don't just you know not i didn't grow up with it so and by country music i mean garth brooks which meant pop country yeah there yeah. was a phase
0: modern country. country yeah i mean it's hard because i think there are some songs that i'll hear from country music and i'll love them and then the next i'll never want to hear them again like wagon wheel like, don't know uh, it I don't know. if it's right. not if it's
1: not good don't tell me my grocery store has like two nights of the week they play country music over the pa I think it's somebody on staff really wants to hear it and, but it's nothing good. It's just Nashville pop. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's nothing but trite and cliches. I mean, mm-hmm. it literally is the, the, the uh, pickup trucks. God, life is good. I mean, you can s- every, Oh, uh, it, it is manufactured, overproduced, stuff and if and if uh tales from the tour bus taught me anything it's like country music is very very good you just stop happening the listening listen to the nashville crap yeah um said brian as he spilled his vodka on his futon that he got from matt Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I, I i um phases i'm trying to think because a lot of them weren't like, cause the implication of phase means that like, this is who I am now, but it yeah. it, it wears off. But I still like a lot of the things that I liked before. I, I mean, I guess I kind of went through a kind of emo phase, but I didn't really dress like it. I was just listening to the stuff and writing really dumb poets, po- mm. like dumb poetry that I, like, I know there are still people who have, like the old copies of Lit Mag that those some of those poems were in, and if it were up to me, like I would go full George Lucas on the Star Wars Holiday Special and try to track down and burn every copy.
1: Really, uh, he did that.
0: Well, no, but he oh. said he would if he could. Oh. But <laughs> it's something where like I would do the same thing because it's deeply well. Now, granted, if we were all judged based on the person we were as a teenager, oh, God. I think like we would all be polling in negative numbers.
1: Thank God that for Web 1.0 that few of that stuff survived
0: yeah and thank god i came up in a day without all of this because i would have been like complete i would have been prescription strength (laughs) fucked like i would have been weapons grade embarrassed you know of just it would have been weaponized against me and i can't imagine how hard it is to be a teenager right i want to
1: ask people what is it like now that the internet is forever because when i was internet who cares it was on the internet yeah, it didn't matter, and then hard drives got corrupted, and that was the end of it. Yeah, your website is stored on freaking Putty's computer. Uh, yeah, there, there's a whole there's no story card. about that. But I can't, I can't talk about.
0: It's like the things that people do now. It's like things that will just follow you, like a yeah. like the monster from It follows, but you can't, you know, sex it away. Oh, like fun. they yeah it's 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 a sexually transmitted uh ghost yeah that movie's friggin' hilarious well not hilarious it's it's weird but the premise in isolation is hilarious
1: right weird phase when i i discovered ska. Scar- big like well after the third wave during my big time depressive period from 2000 2000 or really it was 2006 to 2008 i was in a big deep funk and then as i got out of it and was in therapy i'm like i discovered ska music and then i was all about it mm. and i still am all about it but back then i did go to uh the salvation army and buy a black suit like a third hand suit with a skinny tie mm. The funny thing is, as I was coming out of it, I was also a substitute teacher. So, I mean, I was able to force my way through the school day and just take on the role of Mr. Ryder, which was fine. And even some of my former students were at the car meet and said, you're, you are a substitute teacher. Like now you're this YouTube guy. I'm like, yeah. But occasionally I would dress in my skanking suit, which is really just like trying to dress like you're from, um, the specials or, uh, uh, madness, mm. um, are still touring by the way amazing the heavy heavy monster sound the nuttiest sound around (laughs) so if you've so if you've come in off the street and are beginning to feel the heat well listen busta you better start to move your feet (laughs) to the rockinest rock steady beat of madness one (laughs) step beyond who also wrote our house is a very 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 fine house yes that's that band no Very nice. We had this. There was this like this one moment in marching band. I I wonder if Foster is listening because he'd relate to this. Like Nikki Blackwell, our drum captain, my saw my junior year, her senior year. Um, she had this cowboy hat, and there was this one moment that Crystallized the goofiness and silliness and wholesome sincerity that is high school marching band, where we're on the band bus, either going from yeah, it's definitely there's more energy going to the competition than there is coming back because on the way back, that's where you touch boob, but on the way forward, that's where you're just excited to compete and hopefully get first place. So, I remember Nikki Blackwell had her hat had her cowboy hat off and it was just on the bus seat yeah. and she was singing our house but she just sang our hat and it was like <laughs> our hat in the middle of our seat our oh, hat
0: that's a different our house i was thinking of the crosby stills and nash one oh our no. house is a very 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 fine house oh that two
1: cats in the yard yeah no yeah. Dif- different our house Oh, our house. That's a good parody. Though. In the middle of our street. Our house. This is illogical. That's like an 80s comic. Yeah. The house isn't in the middle of the street. No, it's in the middle of the block. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I miss band. That's so why I'm trying to recreate it. Rock and roll. Uh, Angry Clown, 1990. It Says NASCAR is dying slow and painful, plummeting viewership, last us or competition. Did we already answer this one? Uh,
0: this is a follow
1: up. A follow up. A NASCAR is dying slow and painful, plummeting viewership, last us or competition, and events in empty stadiums that used to draw hundreds of thousands. Really, Ooh. I mean, it's it. I mean, The Simpsons said it. I mean, you go there to see the crashes, because otherwise, it's just. went to a NASCAR race. No, neither. I. I don't really care to. Mm-hmm. I much rather just hang out at Harris Hill or any other road course and just watch people dick around.
0: I mean, I don't think it's one of those things that everybody needs to. Exp- I would imagine it's not one of those things everybody needs to experience. Where, like, if you tell someone you've never gone to a NASCAR game, I don't think they immediately react the same way that if you told them you never saw like Back to the Future or something. Uh, yeah, you know?
1: that's true like if you've never been to a football game or you never were at a basketball game. I understand basketball. I can't play it, but I can still watch a basketball game. I can't play football. I know everything about it from marching band. So I will watch um, football. And my parents love baseball. So they will watch when the Phillies are on, they will watch the game. Hmm. So my, as my parents age, they're finding new things that they like to do together and watch it. The Phillies, when the Phillies are on, they will watch the Phillies game. And it's not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's a nice thing when the family's there yeah. and I can watch it. They'll drink wine and I'll have wine too. And we'll watch the Phillies game. Mm. And it's great because you can kind of have a conversation you can wait. I mean, George Carlin had that whole thing about the game just goes until it's done. You don't really have to pay attention. It's just kind yeah. of there. Which makes me kind of want to learn more about cricket. Because that also seems like a game you can just, eh, it's there. Yeah,
0: but where are they airing cricket in America? True. I mean, well, I mean, it could be on one of those, like, ESPN, like,
1: 8. Yeah.
0: The Ocho.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Angry Clown 1990, with a very generous donation. Thank you, sir. What's killing it, I'd say, is lack of innovation, alienation of fans, over-sterilization, drivers have no personality, and tracks all look the same. And the incompetence of management. If NASCAR wants to survive they need to return to its roots. Yeah, drunken people. <laughs> and like, maybe Lemons killed it because that's real racing. That's real shit boxes and hoopties yeah. just barreling around the track. That's fun to watch. I remember when Matt and I were at Radwood, they also had a Lemons race there. And Ben, ben Wright was there too. And like, we looked at cars and then we just go up and watch these horrible cars just bang it out with each other there was a blues mobile going around mm-hmm. there's there was an amc pacer that had a rear end for the front end <laughs> like they took an, a like a rear end of the car and and welded it to the hood so it had two asses so the, so the driver was looking through his windshield and then a and then a rear windshield just driving that way <laughs> It's like Hanna-Barbera's wacky races in real life.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what's exciting about it.
1: Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Angry crown 1990. Um, yeah, no more Super Chats. We're going to wrap this up. I'm on my third vodka. So, uh, I mean, it's mostly seltzer water at that point, isn't it? It's so clean. It doesn't have that stank to it. Yeah. I've been doing this thing where I'll just drink it and then keep adding seltzer water. So that's my, like my chaser is also awesome, my drink. Yeah. i'm gonna go take a leak and um okay is the sign over there do you want me to uh it's over there i think we need new tape mm. um so I mean, you I, can get the sign and if I, you you know i can just put
0: the sign where i'm my seat is oh okay take my place for now gone pissing Actually, gone I
1: pissing i think it's just enough oh is that is is that the gorilla tape don't know all right whatever
0: (laughs) it's backwards oh whatever humanity
1: very legal very cool will downs has a question about montana workforce 520 hello i'm just scrolling back up through all this stuff gary snyder doesn't have a question but thank you so much for your donation Hmm. I appreciate it. Uh, Found my place. Workforce 520 says, just saying hi. I have to listen later on podcast. Thank you so much. It was good hanging out in LA. My mom has a Dodge Charger Daytona, something soggy biscuit. Will Downs. Hello, Will Downs, a familiar name. Any music to listen to on a road trip through Montana? Yes cvs bangers kicking down the doors of valhalla looking for Elion gonzalez let's go you want to listen on it's on mixcloud and also some people have it on youtube cvs bangers <laughs> no seriously listen to cvs bangers by dj hennessy young man you will laugh i've got my 90s alternative ready but i wonder what else i should listen to cvs bangers i've got an fm transmitter but my dodge doesn't have a tape player um if if you can't download cvs bangers uh then hit up your local record store and just go in the bargain bin where you can buy cds for like a dollar like old stuff you normally wouldn't listen to, but we're curious about. Just spend like five bucks, get like five CDs. You get like four hours of music right there and just listen to the whole album. Who knows? You may discover something fun. Support your local record store, spend money there. Uh, Tony Airlines and I were at a record store and he says, I need something. We were going through the bargains, uh, bargain stuff, and he says, I need something to listen to in my Honda Fit because it has a CD player. So we're going through stuff and I was kind of really pushing that he should buy Outcome the Wolves by Rancid, but he's not real. But Tony isn't a fan of punk. So my second suggestion would be like, I mean, there was like Better Than Ezra, but that's not really driving music. So I said, okay, here's Big Bad Voodoo Daddy for $1.99. And I'm like, this is swinging good stuff. So this is fun music. You drive a fun car. Listen to this album. And he says, Oh, this, this is kind of good. I think he was looking for more like an 80s beat boop thing that would fit the Honda fit. Uh-huh. Although he did say this this would make sense because he has to commute into New York to JFK and like swing music, New York City. Yeah. Makes sense. Very legal and very cool. Says, Thoughts on Tom Wolf maybe may making legal pot in PA? Supposedly there's cards now. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, I do have a diagnosed anxiety
0: disorder and I probably could get like a medical allowance because they're allowing it medically now. But it's like also one of those things where <laughs> you're getting like the Tim Curry, like sort of Home yeah, Alone yeah. 2 smile that like yeah, dissolves yeah, yeah. into the Grinch smile. Yeah. Now it's, um, but again, it's one of those things where like, I don't want to get so used, like I'm not going to become addicted, Right um in theory uh but it's I also I
1: roll my eyes more at that stage
0: <laughs> in theory I would, but i mean it i almost fear that like if for whatever reason i don't have it it's going to make my anxiety even worse it's kind of like trying anything new to treat something and then going off of it mm. um but it's you know it's things things yeah i mean i do cbd oil on that
1: It's all right. You know, that was my opinion. It's all right. It doesn't... It was like Sarah with the prelude said, it's like weed, but it doesn't
0: work. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't (laughs) do anything. I don't know why I did a voice like that. But Mm -hmm. oh, and also I got her Instagram handle wrong in my notes to you. Mm -hmm. And it's send lewds with uh, both the E's are threes. Okay. It's that second E that I forgot to turn into a three. Oh, Totally boomed me. But she's a good follow. So yeah. But CBD, it's like I
1: and it's you do the oil, right? I, I did, tried it. I, I, the oil hits you harder than the gummies did. The gummies were like, eh, I guess I kind of slept. Okay. I guess the oils made my hands tingle a little bit. So if I ever get more, I'll get the oil, but I'm not going to go get rudder stuff. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do CBD lion because Joey Diaz or something like that. Yeah. I mean, if he likes it, I'll like it.
0: Yeah. I just realized that I maybe stopped thinking about the things I was like dwelling on for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in terms of just being an overly nervous personality Mm. and skittishness, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not like the same, it's not as powerful a sedative as maybe people are advertising. Maybe I'm not taking enough of it or Mm. whatever, but eh, dosing sizes and all that.
1: I got really horny dreams on when I took a whole bunch of the CBD oil. Hmm. Like (laughs) in the dreams, like (laughs) it wasn't a sex dream. I was just dreaming. I was getting jerked off. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a very like bus station dream.
0: (laughs) Just get, yeah, like that, just a disembodied hand, like you're in Smash Brothers or something. Yeah. Just like,
1: mm. I don't know how you like it. Up da the up da the up da the up the up towel. Unit zero says KTM stands for Korean domestic market. So in the US, that's Kia and Hyundai. Is there any people like you? You would twenty-five year rule. You would have to have a twenty-five year old Kia. I mean, I don't. I don't doubt it. For Kia, there's the Kia Forte, Optima, or the K9 K900. For Honda, there's the Alanta. Well, those aren't Korean domestic markets. Those are U.S.D.M. US cars. Unless you're saying that someone's going to bring one of those over here. I mean, true. People are going nuts for Caldenas. and I was taking a good long hard look. And a Toyota Caldina being sold for seven grand on uh, Japanese classics or seven and change. Mm. So who knows? I mean, classic Kias may become a thing and we'll be palming our foreheads, not seeing this coming when we're 50. Mm. Thank you for your donation unit, Zero. I appreciate it. Four tracks. Thank you for your donation. I need to get you to drive my 2ZZ AW11 two ZZ, there's a two a do 11 or auto crossing a86 uh and the proper country is drive by truckers and whatnot and what is your thoughts on the av650 what is the av650 I'm sorry for tracks. I don't know what the AV 650 is unless Nick is looking at I mean
0: be the Jamie AV okay.
1: 650 uh ding dong I poop Ding dong, I call your house. Ding mm. dong, I poop. I poop again, and then I go around and, around and around and around and around and around and around and around. But first the water comes, and then the paper comes. It's yeah, the uh... checking though. I got to check the no, and it is all white, and I am good. <laughs> now it appears to be a head unit series of head units. Huh.
0: That's all that really came up for me.
1: Right. So maybe he means SV650 in which case a review of an SV650 is coming out. I hope you'll like it. Yes. Um Yeah, I mean if you have a an AW11 with a 2ZZ in it, please regular cars at gmail gmail.com year make model city state. See what we can do. Mm. <laughs> Dan Dunlop. Thank you, Dan. Any opinions on turbo KA24s? Um, I only have messed with the SR20s. I love my hard body, but I want more power. You're you're kind of asking the wrong question because if you go to an SR20 or if you turbo those KA24s, I mean it would definitely be cool, but are you are you doing it to have a fun, unique truck? Because if because if so, you know, check the forums and see what's possible for turboing a ka24 um or putting an sr20 in there maybe somebody already did it uh but if you want like a legitimate truck those aren't high torque engines they're not meant for hauling things and if you have a nissan hard body you're meant to haul stuff in the trunk and that's the wrong engine for that job um but i'd be interested in knowing about it uh but if Turbo K24 has already existed, then I guess go for it. Yeah. As you know, as long as you watch your rings, should be fine. I mean, if they exist already in factory form, they're made to be run. Thank you for your donation. I think we reached the very bottom, and I think I see Tony Richardson there. Yeah. Now that you've driven the beat a few times, how does it compare to your old AW11? Very good question, Tony. Uh, The AW11 was made for American bodies. Uh, It's the better car at (laughs) carring. That that was a good time. Well timed,
2: yeah.
1: Um, but But the Honda Beat is clearly the better handling car. And gosh darn it, you never got it. I mean, it shifts like a Honda. I mean, it bang shifts like a Honda. Whereas the Toyota Shifter is not that great which is a shame because the engine revs to seven and a half or maybe seven, six. Whereas yours is, I think nine or eight, nine or something like that. And I think think you told me it it, it cuts ignition or cuts fuel at at eight, two. Which is the better car? Now you're talking to a guy who's at the end of the day when he has to choose, choose his team Toyota over Honda. As far as Japanese cars go, I love the AW11. I love how it looks, and that's why I had to let it go. But I don't think uh, an AW11 can be fun every single second in the way that a beat is. Every single time you're in a Honda beat, you're in a parade. (laughs) you're, You're waving to everybody. It is driving like you thought it would be when you were a little kid an aw11 for me was more of a warm cocoon in which i wrapped myself in synthesized notes and drove along the highway and watched those headlights go up and down again you could tell the limitations and you're also now comparing a A Toyota designed in like 85 to a Honda made in the early 90s. You're talking, well, well, both of them have distributors, so I'm not going to make the coil on plug argument. Um, The styling is very different. A Honda is clearly early 90s where a Toyota is clearly mid 80s. Much more angular. Toyota, even though I cringe every time I hit potholes in your beat, Tony, I miss, I, um, the car feels solid, whereas a Toyota, a lot of the plastic on the insides are not. And when you ride around in an AW11, it doesn't have that much more room than a Honda Beat. Well, that's a lie no you do get you do get way more room in a honda Beat. you're not like pushing your passenger away from you as you lower the emergency brake um i don't think i i don't think i'd own an aw11 again but owning a honda beat is very tempting although as we discovered um changing that timing belt there is some serious, manu- uh, serious uh, preventative maintenance that needs to be done that can only be done by enthusiasts, and that's I think the difference between a lot of these small Japanese K cars. Um, you g- getting dealerships, getting independent mechanics to work on them who aren't Bruce Hen, to do it is challenging, and you have to rely on the community to to service them. Whereas you know with with respect um with a mr2 that existed here in the u.s that does have part numbers that are searchable although even as you discovered on your honda beat uh some of the parts are searchable by honda's computers at a honda dealership um you're also dealing with a car that's seriously much much smaller i mean a toyota an aw11 can go 70 miles an hour all day long on the turnpike and a honda beat cannot do that you will you will you may start taxing the cooling system the oiling system and other things um but then again tim strickler's Van has the same engine as the toyota beat huh? and he was able to maintain 70 all the way from pittsburgh yeah maybe that maybe because the car is physically larger and the radiator is up front and you have all that extra piping of coolant it's holding more liters of coolant to keep that thing cool as it just rah, for like four hours so yeah that was a long answer but if you don't have to take anything with you the answer is Honda Beat, really. And I have some rapid fires
0: before we wrap up. Okay. Um, this is from the one key K E A. Mister Regular, do you plan on, on do you plan to buy any mirrorless Nikon cameras?
1: No, uh, I'm fine with my SLRs as they are right now. My my setup with my D750 works perfectly fine. And as with my 5300 as the backup uh, mirrorless. No, I do own a mirrorless camera. I own a Panasonic that is the dick around camera.
2: Nice.
1: Um, but that I only really use on RCR goes to blank or which blank is best blank. Yeah. That's a nice camera where it's where I know I'm filming a secondary video and I don't exactly know what I'm in for. That camera usually fills the role it's 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 a quarter sort of do everything camera but the video that comes out of it i can tell the difference it isn't quite as good um but it also has that super long zoom on it it's it's not a interchangeable lens it just has a really long zoom which is nice for creeping on people (laughs) um peyton lutz uh thoughts on
0: 1991 to 1996 oldsmobile 98 versus the buick park avenue
1: i haven't driven an Oldsmobile 98 um but since it's a gm product i I figure it would be kind of the same i mean because i only driven the buick i have to side with it that it was comfortable and delight even when losing traction on harris hill road (laughs) (laughs) um
0: sonic gamer 1991 thoughts on a 90s saturn as a daily beater
1: no uh they're not going to be reliable um, parts are going to be hard to find on, on, on a 90 Saturn. Uh, and when something breaks, you're going to try to find a part and they may not have it. It may just not exist anymore. It's from a defunct brand from a division of general motors. that doesn't exist anymore. So unless you're trying to win an award at Radwood, I don't really see a, a point in owning a, a Saturn from the 90s.
0: And finally my daily upload asks do you guys watch any Jordan Peterson? does psychology have any practical benefit in real life? Yes well yeah it's kind of a...
1: yes it's it's the study of how we think and form ideas and apply meaning to the symbols that we call words.
0: Yeah yeah it's, it has an absolute application that's beneficial. Now granted, I don't watch Jordan Peterson, but I know that psychology has plenty of applications and uh that they're helping us to better understand the things about our own mind that we don't i mean you know you want to go in the space but there's plenty of stuff to figure out here emotions the the mind now i'm starting to sound like a you know a ted talk yeah (laughs) Uh, well thanks Uh, for coming to my ted talk
1: (laughs) that's like a meme in itself like if you just say a bunch of stuff and the room gets silent I need to say, thanks for coming to my TED talk. Thanks for coming to my virtue signaling. It's like E-hugs. <laughs> Remember when TED was good? TED was never good. <laughs> Remember when B was good? B was never good. <laughs> um, so- yeah, it's nine o'clock. Yeah, we've been going to stop drinking vodka. No,
0: we are at two hours and 10 minutes. And so, yeah, rock and roll. But uh, that is going to be it for us until next time. Thank you so much for joining us for the RCR podcast. I am Nick.
1: I'm Brian. Thank you so much for everybody who donated. You're adding to RCR's travel budget that lets us get out there and visit you guys. Um, As far as upcoming car meets, I think I may try to talk to my old... uh, marching band band boosters we are clearly too large for the schuylkill racket and fitness country club um we need to find a new venue for the summer to have a new place to have the car show a larger one obvious choice is cabela's um but if i can benefit my old alma mater all the better yeah it may be the case of like okay five dollars a car in exchange in exchange we have a big big field that will take a while to outgrow. And also it's for a car's music kept me sane in school. It's it's like that Simpsons quote, you know, music is like music is a fire in your belly that comes out of your mouth. So you better stick an instrument in front of it. <laughs> and uh, for me, for me, the teenage angst was beat out in the form of a bass drum. And and I enjoyed that immensely and it helps build character. And takes a whole bunch of weebs and turns them into an effective unit that makes <laughs> music. And uh, stuff I need to talk to more about, like um, with uh, foster. So um it, it may be the case that RCR, like the next car meet, maybe may be in a place where it will be pay to enter, but for God's sake, it's 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 a marching band and 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 we need A lot more of them. They they help kids so much. They really do. That they were way more effective than any counseling, and any trips to the guidance office ever was. So yeah, Blue Mountain High School marching band. I hope I'll I'll try to talk to the band boosters. The earlier I get there, the better. Yeah, Um, absolutely. uh, Places we're gonna travel to. um, I'm doing my Austin trip in a week. But again, that's just for me. If anybody sees me and my dumb hat, please say hi. Um, I'm very approachable. You just say, hey, Mr. Regular, and I say hi. Um, uh, Another trip for me, but that's me trying to get this marching band together. Uh, That's going to be in Chicago. First week of December, I think. Uh, That's the drive out uh if people see me in my dumb hat please say hi <laughs> um that's not exactly an rcr trip but i will be in the area um i won't be filming cars though uh um but uh, i'll say hi to uh Domin- uh dominic and uh, mike steinberg for oh you. please do yeah um good man us doing seattle it, it would be neat to <clears throat> fly into portland half of it is that frederick knutson drives a toyota highlander and we already know from uh rcr new zealand, new zealand. the first yeah. one that a toyota highlander does work as a camera car yeah it does so we could do like portland there's this really nice overlook that overlooks mount rainier out there and it's really super cool and i kind of want to film out there i'll have to talk to fred though to see if he's up for it um other stuff I'm going skiing. Like my mind is as the weather just begins to cool around here, I'm already thinking about skiing. I will be going to Colorado. Um, I'll be in Denver for a little bit uh, before meeting up with some people to go out and ski at Copper Mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, But big time RCR trips, which your uh, super chats are going for is RCR Australia in 2021.
0: Yeah and one last super chat was not Ben 101 thank you for 199 and he just wanted to say this podcast late enough for self pleasure mm. wink emoji or wink um,
1: yeah. no problem with you listening to us on our refractory period <laughs> so have a very good night i'm brian i'm nick have a good night guys bye good night
0: everyone I mean, I you guys stopped. are around
1: for a little bit more is this thing kinda uh, please wait. Please wait there it goes. <laughs> if you stick if you stick your two thumbs like right on the end of your nose and go like this, <laughs> you get really cold. Ooh. I do anyway.
0: I have not. All
1: right. I am switching off the board here. Hey, Where is the knobs? Where is the toggle switches? Hey.